June is Patron Appreciation Month. This month, I'm giving patrons a complimentary copy of the Tax and Business Guide for Authors. I created this course with my CPA dad, and it currently sells for $199. But patrons get lifetime access in June as my way of saying thank you. You can become a patron of the show at novelmarketing.com patron. I'll have more info at the end. Now, on to the episode. This is Novel Marketing, episode 10. I'm James L. Rubart. And I'm Thomas Umstead, Jr. And this is the show for novelists who hate marketing but still want to become best-selling authors. So December is one of the biggest book-buying months of the year. This is your chance as a novelist to sell more copies of your book than any other month all year. But it's also a huge challenge because there's all of this uh, holiday cheer going around and holiday busyness. And uh, for a lot of author websites, it's the slowest month in terms of website traffic. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to use the holiday season to boost your book sales. Yeah, and one of the things, Thomas, that, that authors can do that that seems almost obvious, fairly simple, but it's true, is remind people that books make great gifts. Books one of the are one of these things that can almost be overlooked, even though we know it to be true. Remind people that giving a great book that you love. So maybe it's a book that you loved. Hey, take that book and and give it to somebody else. Share part of yourself with that friend. We're going to have a video in the show notes that's uh, basically an advertisement put together by one of the publishing companies. It has a bunch of famous authors saying why books make great gifts. But I remember watching a video like that a couple years ago, and that's what I did for Christmas. I bought everyone a book. They are easy to wrap for a bachelor like me who could hardly wrap his way out of a brown paper bag um and they're 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 compact they're everything about a book just makes a great gift and people do need that reminder the second tip is that um make your blog and your social media seasonal so whatever your book is about try to find a way to give it a christmas spin during the month of december think of ways to make uh, the christmas season less stressful or more fun on your blog give tips or uh, other kind of recipes or giveaways on your blog so don't you have to treat christmas differently you have to treat this season differently because everyone else does and if you just keep charging through ignoring it um, you're going to do so at your own peril yeah, you 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 can't ignore it, and um, and yet you don't. If your book does not tie into the season, that's okay. But still, at least acknowledge that this Christmas is going on, and that'll you've got this big train going down the track. You can get on it simply by acknowledging the train is on the track. That's right. All right. The tip number three is to create a twelve days of your book. 12 blog post countdown. And I recommend writing these not in the hustle and the bustle of Christmas because you're <laughs> going to be busy. These are the sorts of things you can write early. You can write them right now, actually, if you want. Um, and so think of 12 posts related to your book or something, and you can do a, a countdown. That's a kind of a fun way of giving your normal content a little bit of a Christmas twist. Another idea would be to post a gift guide on your blog. In other words, what gifts do you think would be really cool for this holiday season? And it doesn't have to be necessarily reading or writing related. It's just your insight and uh, revealing a little bit more of your personality, of the type of gifts that you're looking to give people. And this is a great exercise, too, to help get to know your readers a little bit better. So 
if this gift guide is hard to put together for you, for your readers, it could be an indication that you don't know their needs and wants very well. And so spend some time getting to know what kind of people read your books and what kind of needs they have, what kind of things that they're interested in, and those related products. You know, if you write, uh, you know, history, it could be a lot of historical objects. If you write romance, um, you know, you don't, I wouldn't have products you know, in your gift guide that are romantic products necessarily. But again, think of the kind of people who are reading your book specifically and what they'd be interested in. Another thing you can do, and it might be too late this year for you to do this, but be thinking about this for next year, is get involved in a scavenger hunt. I was involved in two scavenger hunts this year, and they were extremely effective in introducing me to new readers. And essentially, a scavenger hunt is you put together 25, maybe as many as 30 authors, and on each author's blog, there's a clue. And the people have to collect all the clues. And once they collect the clues, then their name is entered into a drawing. If every author contributes, you know, 15 bucks, you can get a mini iPad or a really nice gift for people. Plus, you can give your books away. And so a scavenger hunt, because it is about gift giving, is a great way to promote yourself. And it can be a lot of fun. Um, going back to Christmas recipes, this is, again, tip number six. If uh, your book is out and anyone at any point in that book eats a meal, you should perhaps consider having a recipe for that meal so that your readers uh, can read it as well, especially if it is festive in some way. This can be a fun thing to give. It's a it's a gift that you can give your readers as a way of saying thank you for reading my um, book. And recipes would be boring any other time of the year, generally speaking. Um, <laughs> I mean, depending on who your audience is in right, right. your book. But people will put up with and really like uh, recipes around Christmas, and that's when people are most experimenting with new recipes. It's easy to get into a rut and kind of cook the same dishes over and over again, but December is different. This is when you experiment and you're going to make that pumpkin pecan pie cupcake for the first time that you've always wanted to make or whatever. All right, tip number seven, and this is a really key tip, and I hope each one of you do this one if you do nothing else but pick a charity to partner with and financially support uh, during December uh, this oh sorry go ahead Thomas uh, I agree this is this is critical and I'm not letting you go ahead go ahead <laughs> December is the biggest month uh, for pretty much every charity when it comes to their donations their entire year is based off of the December giving now in the United States that's because uh, there's tax benefits for giving in December but it's also because the Christmas season people tend to be more generous and so um, Jim will have some ideas on this, but the simplest thing is saying, hey, everyone who buys a copy of my book in December, I will be giving a portion of that to this charity, and I would ask that you give to this charity as well. That's an easy way to do it, but you can do so much more. As your platform grows, as your influence grows, this is a powerful opportunity to not just give some of your money to this charity, but encourage your readers to give money to that charity as well. I know many popular radio hosts will do uh, one of their episodes um, of their radio show donated completely to a charity. It's a big fundraiser and they'll raise millions of dollars. Consider doing something like that on your blog. One of the things we'll talk about in a future podcast is anchoring and what that means in terms of marketing. But this is an example of anchoring. In other words, you're tying yourself to this charity and it reflects back on you in a very, very positive way. I used to handle a chain of uh, 
28 mattress stores down in California. And we dedicated 15% of our TV and radio ads to the fact that we supported local women's shelters. Well, what did that do for us? It made us good guys. People were like, wow, these guys are really... And we genuinely did it. So we're heroes in the community. And so when you're thinking of buying a mattress, who are you going to think of? Well, this this charitable company. Same thing with you. If you're tied into a charity and you really believe in that charity and your readers can tell that you are dedicated to it, it makes you a hero. And so that's that's the power of tying into a charity. One way to do this is to do, put on a buy one, give one program, kind of like what Tom's Shoes does with their shoes, but say, buy a copy of my book and I will give a copy to um, you know a charity, like a, a women's shelter to a library in a disadvantaged mm-hmm. part of town or, or a library to a disadvantaged school. Uh, it, you would need to have it be the, uh, the kind of place that where they'd actually want a copy of your book. <laughs> so if you've got, <laughs> you know, you're writing this really intense adult fiction and you're like, I'm going to donate it to an elementary school, people may be a little kind of put off by that. Um, but that can be a nice motivation, and it's also a way of getting your book in front of people who may not be able to afford it on their own, a buy one, give one um, program. So moving on, tip number eight uh, is to put together a special gift bundle for the Christmas season. So we talked about buy one, give one. You could also do a buy one, get one, where you buy a copy of your book and you get a second copy free, or you buy a paper version of the book and you get the ebook free. So you keep the ebook and you give away the paper book. This is a great way of giving people an excuse to get more gifts, but also it's a way of reminding them, hey, my book can be a Christmas gift. I think consider giving a story uh, as, as a gift. Uh, you can also create create a bundle with other authors. So if you write a certain kind of fiction, let's say you write uh, women's fiction, say there's a few other authors that you're friends with who are also at your same kind of caliber of writing, maybe the three of you will get together and put together a three-book gift bundle that people can buy at a discount. And that's easy to find out. You go to Amazon and you see who else is buying my book, and you can find probably authors you know, and it could be just you and one other author. Even that will make an impact where you say, hey, you buy these books at a discount, it's autographed copies, and what happens is you get introduced to an audience that might not know about you, at least all their fans don't know about you, and vice versa. All right, so tip number nine is to build your list with a Christmas gift. So what do we mean by this? We mean your email list. Christmas is a wonderful time to grow your email platform, which we've talked about in almost every episode, it seems, email comes up. It's one of the most powerful marketing tools you have as an author. And there are a lot of things that you can do related to Christmas to build your list, the most classic of which is to write a short story with characters from your novel that's a Christmas short story. So think of your novel as a tv show every tv show has the obligatory christmas episode (laughs) and so now you write your christmas episode and you put it available for free on your website for people who sign up for your email list i know novelists who've done this and added hundreds and thousands of new subscribers to their lists of folks who've read their books before and want to hear the special christmas short story with the two characters that they love from the stories they've already read uh, you can do, do deleted scenes. If you're an author like I am, I, I usually wind up with anywhere from 500 words to as much as 6,000 words that get cut from the novel. And some of them are very decent scenes. And I've done this where I'll, well, where I'll give as an exclusive, I'll give a deleted scene away. 
And if it's well done, it's like seeing the deleted scene on a film, and people really respond to it. And it makes people curious, too. The fact that one scene was deleted, I, I now am more interested in that one scene than any of the other scenes. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, was it, why was it deleted? <laughs> yeah, why was uh, it? Or an alternate ending is another, uh, you know, that, that, you could also say that that's a deleted scene. But uh, people are often really curious, you know, could this book have ended another way? Well, here are some other endings that the author considered. That's something they'd be willing to give up an email address for. Uh, you can also give a behind-the-scenes trivia. Jim, you've done this. How, how does this work? Yeah, I have done that. With my novels, I put in a lot of Easter eggs where somebody who knows me well will pick up on these little nuances, but somebody who doesn't, it'll go over their heads. And so it's fun to give away behind-the-scenes trivia where I point out what those Easter eggs are and what they mean. Why did I make this choice to do this? And, and, and my readers really seem to enjoy that. All right. The tenth tip is to create a digital product offer for last-minute shoppers. So I know that you have probably already done all your Christmas shopping back in October so that you can totally enjoy December and just you know bake cookies and enjoy friends and family. But there are other people out there who wait until the very last minute, and it is 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve, and they don't have a gift for someone, and they need a gift to give away. Well, they can buy a digital product from you and give that digital product. And so consider doing a promotion at the last minute saying, hey, do you still need a Christmas gift? You can buy a copy of my ebook. Here's a link to Amazon. Or you can buy this um, product from my website. Here's a link to be able to buy it. Don't forget the last minute shoppers in all of your promotion. All right, tip number 11 is uh, to promote during the ebook sales surge. So, do you, Jim, do you know what the number one day uh, for ebook sales is most years? Well, it's usually December 26th. Yeah, December 26th to December 25th. People get a new Kindle for Christmas. On the day or the day after. Yeah, yeah. on the day. And they open it up. And what's the very first thing they do on the Kindle? The Kindle's worthless without any books, right? <laughs> right. So you have <laughs> millions of people who just got their very first Kindle go on this crazy buying spree for ebooks. And so keep that in mind as an author. One of your best days could be the day of Christmas or the day after Christmas as people are playing with their new ebook readers. So, you know, maybe you'll want to do some promotions around those days related to your ebooks. I wouldn't do a promotion on the 25th. You know, keep keep that day sacred. <laughs> but you know, day after Christmas, be like, hey, here's a link to my ebook. Maybe you'll work out a deal with your publisher that that's a day that they can discount. A lot of publishers have a certain amount of leeway on the pricing, and they can have a one day only discounted price. You know, bring your book down to two ninety nine instead of its normal price, and suddenly everyone who has that gift card that came that their you know husband bought for them along with the Kindle, they're spending that gift card money. Uh, on your book, which leads us to tip number 12, which is the gift card surge. So December 26th through 31st, a lot of people are spending gift cards. And some of the most popular gift cards are iTunes gift cards and uh, Amazon gift cards, which are both gift cards that people could be using to buy your books. Also, if your book is in Walmart or Target, they can use it there as well. But uh, iTunes gift cards can be used for applications, they can be used for movies, they can be used for music, they can also be used in the iBook store. And so remind people, hey, spend your I, your iTunes money on a good story. A good story will entertain you for hours and days, whereas a movie will only entertain you for an hour or two. So those are the 12 tips for um, 12 marketing ideas for how to market your novel under Christmas. But I also want to give you option number two before we close, and that is to just take the month off. <laughs> 
there, there's nothing wrong with that. And I know this list can be kind of overwhelming. I'm not recommending that you do all of these things. In fact, I'm recommending that you don't do all of these things. Pick one or two of these ideas. Hopefully one kind of struck a nerve like, hey, I think I could par- partner with a charity. Or there is a you know a short story that I'd love to write uh, related with my characters. Don't do all of them. The other option is to just take a month off and hit January refreshed and rejuvenated. Don't let December you know grind you down um, if you don't want it to. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by My Book Table. Uh, to, I talk about an easy way to show off your books for Christmas. My Book Table is a great way to show what books you have for sale on your website with buttons to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and many, many other stores where it makes it very easy for people to buy your book. You can also use it to create a uh, shopping lists and uh, recommendations we talked about you know put together uh, christmas gift recommendations you can do that through the my book table plugin if you wanted to and make affiliate money on each one of those sales and as always we would love to have you connect with us at novelmarketing.com thank you for listening to the novel marketing podcast giving you novel ideas on how to sell yourself and your writing online offline and everywhere in between Don't forget, June is Patron Appreciation Month. If you become a patron this month, or if you're already a patron, you get lifetime access to the Tax and Business Guide for Authors. But patrons get way more than just access to that course. Here's a breakdown of the patron rewards. There's three different reward levels at different pledge prices. At $4 a month, you get access to the Tax and Business Guide for Authors, like I said, but you also get a bonus episode every month the ability to ask live questions in the monthly Q&A episode, and over $800 worth of discounts on other author media courses and free book vault setup. At the $10 a month level, you get everything I just talked about in the $4 level, plus access to the podcast host directory. This is a directory of the email addresses and contact information for over 100,000 podcast hosts that may be interested in having you on as a guest to talk about your book. And you also get access to AI Thomas. This is a GPT-4 chatbot that I've been working on for the last several months, and it answers questions based on over 500 episodes of the Novel Marketing Podcast and the Christian Publishing Show. But here's the best part. It cites its sources, so you can click to read the blog post that inspired the answer. So even if you don't like AI, you can think of it as a super-powered search engine to help you find the Novel Marketing episode that specifically answers the question that you have. And then at the $25 a month level, you get everything I've already talked about, plus your book featured from time to time on the podcast. If you want my help in your publishing journey, become a patron today, and you can become a patron at novelmarketing.com slash patron. That's novelmarketing.com slash patron.